Yeah, we're like thirteen, so it would have been it would have been uncool to play Pokemon for us. Uncool. It would because it was but like it was cool for us to play Magic. <laughs> no one could hear my wife laughing in the other room. <laughs> she yeah, she's just only laughing. <laughs> it's Friday night. Let's have some fun. Let's get together and play a ton with Matt and John and Mike and Bill. I almost forgot that other Matt too. Friday Night Games are a group of friends who play and discuss board games almost every Friday for the last two to three years, and some of us even longer. We are currently picking from a variety of different games and playing them. If this is your first time tuning in, expect discussion of gameplay and not a step-by-step instruction on how to play. All right, so with us tonight is... John. And Matt, today we played... Gem... Blenders by Steve Secula. He was gracious enough to send us a prototype of uh, his game. Um, so it's not the full game. He sent us two pre-made decks for us to try out and play the basic game with each other. I'm actually pretty jazzed about it. It's very well put together. Yeah, so what are your first impressions of it, Matthew? Well, so basically uh, this came into my mail at work and I had it on my desk and I showed one of my friends at work the, the box. And he looked at it, the first thing he said was, oh, it looks like a video game. And I'm like, no, you can't be the only one thinking this. So later I showed another coworker, and the same person thought the exact same thing. They're like, it sounds like you're showing me, it looks like you're showing me a video game. And I'm like, no, this is a, this is a board game. This is a card game. And they were surprised because I think, I think what Steve's going for is definitely like a tribute to Pokemon on the Game Boy. Yeah. Because that's what it kind of reminds me of. Is that, um, is that what the like, cover of that would look like? No, or but like, like the art in general, like, you know, you have like these characters and then the screen can only have so many colors because it's a Game Boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, hey, these are the colors of the Game Boy. And Your Game Boy like had a... color? Sorry? Your Game Boy had color? Well, there was Game Boy Color. You don't remember that? No. no I, didn't have any, I didn't have any Game Boy, so I wouldn't remember any of it, but there was yeah. a Game Boy Color. I had the original Game Boy. That's it. So you had Tetris. Tetris, Super Mario. Yeah, Super Mario. But yeah, no, there was a Game Boy Color, and I think it was very limited on the number of colors it had. It wasn't like anything like, like when it came out, they made a big deal of it, but it's like, this only has like eight colors. Like, lo and behold, we're, we're playing this game, Gem Blenders, and it only has uh, nine <laughs> <laughs> colors. So it's basically the same thing. Cool. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, I guess... My first impression of the art when I was first looking at it, I didn't know what to think. I'm like, this, you know, like the characters themselves, like there's character cards, there's gem cards, and there's blend cards and action cards. And so like the character cards look kind of simple, which I kind of like in a way, which we'll get into in a minute. But yeah. I was going to say the same thing. So one of the comments I made when we were playing was, we mentioned it before that we're creating a game, right? And then so I'm in charge of doing the artwork for right now. And then I'm all stressing out, I'm like, the art has to be amazing, blah, 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 blah. And then looking at, I'm not saying this art's not, it's not good. It's just, it's simple. It's effective. It's actually really clean. And it's really clean, exactly. And it made me feel a lot better about what I have to do. So yeah, thank you for that, for that little boost inspiration. One of the interesting things with the cards too, is they like have these abilities and they're in black. And it was funny because my wife was looking at the art with me and she's like, oh, this looks really simple. I realized like this is exactly what Steve's going for. He's going for like a simple design, similar to magic, similar to Pokemon, but even more basic. And it looks like he's hitting on the 80s, whereas like Pokemon and magic hit on the 90s type artwork and stuff. Style. There you go. So, 
Yeah, good job in there. So I did look up some history behind Steve. All right. Um, he Ooh. has a really cool YouTube channel where he discusses a little bit of game design. Oh, does he? Yeah, nice. you should check it out. It's actually really cool. Um, and from that, I actually learned that this game, he basically... So he, he's a Pokemon player. I know he's. it seems like he played a lot of different card like a lot of the different collectible card games but it seems like he's mainly a pokemon player and probably magic because i think those two dabble together but regardless he he was saying that one of the problems with like say magic and pokemon is you're always building around like one or two colors and magic you have colors representing how many like if you have like red and blue all the cards you put in are red and blue yeah. Oh, and if you want to play something that has five colors, it's really hard. So his idea with this was like, hey, I want to make those powerful five color cards easier played than, say, Magic or Pokemon. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make the gems on the board permanent and stuff so that you can build up to it. Cool. And uh, honestly, our two playthroughs, it worked. Yeah. So And then he has a lot of other game design tips and how to you know play test and stuff like that. So you should check it out for sure. Cool. We did play two rounds of this game i had deck b <laughs> and I had, I had deck a <laughs> and uh the theme of my deck was basically defense and mine was attack and i think one of the combos in my deck was to draw these capro gems which kind of look like diamonds or like the silver gem and basically use those in my discard pile to do things now for me i don't know if i really truly figured out the idea behind my my deck but i do have a lot of cards that allow me to move or allow me to discard cards to help me build up my heroes i feel like your deck had a lot of high powered attacks yeah uh, like way more than mine and um i don't know if you're it was a discarding for blends or was it discarding for other things i discard a level two or level three blend and i can search the deck for one gem used by that i had a lot of like discard pick up equal amount of cards as well maybe it was just me mine was like cycling through yours like maybe through your discard and mine was through my actual deck okay so no one knows what we're talking about so let's go <laughs> so let's talk about the game right now uh you have a deck of 54 cards in your deck of 54 cards you have four heroes which are set up in a cross pattern there's three on the front line which will be your attackers and one on the back line each card has an attack and defense it has a level which determines how many gems it can hold all of them i'm pretty sure have an ability which lets you do something very specific similar to magic or pokemon so a skill and sometimes you need a gem to use it sometimes you don't it'll, sometimes it'll tell you once per turn sometimes it'll tell you three times per turn and, and so forth so basically the goal is to beat the other person's life force to zero there are several choices of life force so there's recommended ones uh we did 20 and 30. we actually did 20 and 20 and then we adjusted it to 30 because we're like well we want to see what happens when you adjust it mm -hmm. so those four cards start out in front of you the other 50 cards are made up of gems actions and what they call blends basically gems is your resource you play them onto your hero characters who can hold gems up to their level and then that allows you to play your blends onto those cards those blends it's kind of like a power up so it replaces your character but not the character's level or name so it basically gives the character like an, an ability usually an attack and a defense that allows you to do more damage or defend more or whatever the action cards on in your deck allow you to do things like block attacks draw more gems cancel other people's actions draw blends and so forth and those 
can be used also on the battlefield to move your characters around, which is important because if in our two-player game, you attack, basically they're lined up, there's three on the front lines, and there's three on the front lines for your opponent, and they attack each other. The card lined up directly in front of it attacks the card right in front of it. They don't defeat the card, it just like, if I have attack of two and a defense of two, and I attack John's character who has a defense of two and an attack of one, then his defense of two negates two of my attack. So he gets zero damage. And then all my frontline defend, all my frontline attackers attack at the same time, and all his defenders block at the same time. So then you can play abilities that lets you move them around to make sure that your field of battle has the right defenders blocking the right attackers and so forth. It's a real easy game to play and difficult to master, and that's exactly what they're going for. And that's similar to any sort of you know most of those card games out there, Pokemon, Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh, so forth. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see like what the full game entails because you get something what 50 heroes. I think I read 50 heroes, yeah. And we only had our eight, our eight. four in our chosen deck. So four and total. four, eight in total. Yeah, because you know what? A lot of these games is all about comboing, right? Yeah. And I don't know what Steve's going to do if he's going to... He might release more coming up to the Kickstarter because it's going to be coming out fairly soon, right? I think November said, 1st, I think. Okay, that's coming up real soon. So basically, he's going to release more info between now and then yeah like i want to see what combos we could do you know i'm looking at this and i'm like it's just it plays out like magic you discard cards right and you know can i you said your deck played with the discard cards so it's kind of cool my deck let me draw more gems so that was kind of cool so obviously there's gonna be some strategies and combos we're gonna do yeah i think my deck sorry it was mostly allowing me go through my my actual deck that my my discard sorry that's okay with all that knowledge how did our two games play out very well i think i think that's actually probably the first game we played where i don't think we screwed up any rules (laughs) no we totally screwed we definitely no 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 no, i think we did really good i think we took our time the first round yeah and play all played the cards i think we did i think we did i don't think it was hard to pick up at all no. So, like, the games, you know, to learn were not very difficult. No. I went around, you went around. Yep. And, uh... They ended on yeah. very exciting notes. Yes. Right, so... Do you want to go over the first game? Yeah, so, um, basically, John was beating me all game. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, so the, this game yes. isn't, like, magic where you kind of, like, build up large attacks and, you know, you have a character doing 10 damage. You're, you're kind of whittling people down. So, you're doing, like, one, two, or three damage around, and you're trying to block it. So, you negate down to one or zero or whatever. So, John was basically, he kind of started off strong with a character doing two damage and kind of did that for, like, 10 turns, mm-hmm. right? Until I got a blocker out there. By the end of it, I kind of whittled him down to, like, 12. And then I I got a couple cards out that gave me synergy with stuff in my discard. If I had these gems in my discard, it can get plus attack. So I was dealing three damage. So at one point, I started dealing three damage over and over and over, which caught me up. (laughs) But eventually, you whittled me down to like one or two or something. And I'm like, okay, you're going to win next turn. So I'm like, I got to do something big. So on my board, I had uh, a card that let me look at the top card. If it was a gem, I could put it in my hand. If it wasn't, I had I had to discard it. So I kind of use that to get more of these special gems in my hand, the, the Capro gem, which is basically which let me deal more damage with my one card. And I had another card in my hand that if I could discard it one, I could do four damage to John. So I'm like, oh, I really got to get this card up, right? So what really worked for me was I had that character out who could deal three. And then I played a blend, which let me once per turn add two attack to a blended hero on the field for the duration of my turn, de-blend him immediately. So I used that ability i then de-blended that character which was awesome because i could blend it again to grab the flare launcher and then i used my terra which let me look at the top card to see if i got a gem placed in my hand 
And basically it was down to that. I'm like, if I draw the one gem I need to deal four damage, John's dead. Mm -hmm. So it was pretty intense, right? I'm like, John, what's this card? And you're like, no, no. you lost. Pyro gem. <laughs> yeah, you pulled up a pyro gem instead. Which, yeah, I didn't get the right gem. But it was really cool because I'm like, oh man, like I, I literally comboed out for almost nine damage in one round, which is huge in yeah. this game of like only doing one or two. I was like, oh yeah. And I almost won that round. I was like pretty excited about it. And I'm like, whatever, I lost. Good strategy on you. You had a lot of blockers up and stuff. So for the second game, I think what really helped me out. So Matt had... So sorry, so the second game I won. Barely. But you did it, you did it. <laughs> so Matt, he had a really high defense card. The uh, Rage Domesticator. But just a note on that, when it came out, he got 8 plus damage basically, which is how I... Knocked me down Yeah, from quick. 20 to 12 really quick. But what helped me out is I have uh, one of my blends is the Flurry Shifter. So I can discard one gem from my hand and rotate an opponent's team clockwise or counterclockwise. So what I did was Matt Rage Domesticator, is that what it's called? He, he was in a defense. Defending, he was in a frontline position. He was in a frontline position, and I, I was able to rotate him to the back because he has a defense of five, so he's very hard to attack against. After I moved your uh, Rage Domesticator, I was able to play my Stormweaver, which is my highest blend in my deck, which has an attack of four and a defense of four. What's really cool <sighs> with my card is if it's in a left or right position, I can attack the center. Which had which had zero defense. Zero defense on it. <laughs> uh, or if it's in the center, I can attack any of the frontline. A couple rounds, I was attacking you for five HP pretty much each yeah. round you couldn't block it and that's what got you down to the final round where i had three hp and you had two hp whoa, whoa before you start whittling me down though i want to point out that i was about to win and then we're like let's go to 30 health because we could because we easily saw that it you could play more cards in the deck if you do that yeah so. so near the end it was matt's turn and you attacked me for three but one of my action cards was the survive card so i was able to put my hp up to one to give me an extra yeah, play that was awesome and then when i attacked you for five you blocked it and then i canceled it with one of my cancel cards so and you the canceled cancel my stops cancel my, so basically the block reduces the attack to zero then john played the cancel which stops my block but then i played the cancel to cancel his cancel Did you get that yep <laughs> and then so basically it was your turn and then you attacked me for three and uh, won the game. So I think game two ended really well. I think they both ended on an epic... Yeah. Very epic note. And and I think that's a good sign for any game whenever you it builds up to the point at which you like basically unleash this huge combo or attack or something and only certain special cards can prevent it. So it did that really well. It was a lot of fun. I think any game where you cheer when you either win or lose is good. <laughs> it's so pretty good, yeah. You're excited just about how the gameplay went. So Yeah, no, that was great. Wow, yeah, we hit some really good moments there. Mm -hmm. um, we're still friends, right? Always. <laughs> well, let's talk mechanics. I like what you can move the heroes around to better form a defense or offense right for... so you have three people in the front line one person in the back line and you can yeah. shift them yeah so um, using either discarding gems or abilities on the cards you can shift your heroes around so that you either can attack or defend better I, I really like that i really like that the heroes you don't kill the heroes they stay and play the entire game yeah you know what i really like that too yeah. it gave them like some sort of like hero effect yeah <laughs> like they're sweet right so like you know you play with the same four characters but you're either discarding or discarding uh blends put new blends on and giving them different abilities um i really like that you know we were provided with a uh, a helper card too so you can look at that and basically told you what's in the deck yeah so you knew like i think you were using that i was right uh, i didn't use it at all which was not good for me Eh, but you did well i did fine yeah i mean i played enough games to know i played enough like of these types of games to know i think for me one of the cool things was uh that during game one 
Remember how I, I blended, use the ability, discarded the blend, blended again, use the ability, discarded the blend to use another ability to almost win the game. Yeah. I thought that was cool for me because I'm like, wow, I just, I don't know how I stumbled on the combo, but I just kind of came up where I'm like, okay, panic in my mind here. I have <laughs> one health. I Sorry, I want to beat him and, you know, I'm, I'm definitely dead next turn. So I just kind of like said, hey, what can I do with these cards that I can like combo out the biggest mode? Didn't you give me like eight damage then? Yeah, that I did. Round? Totally. Yeah. yeah, you were at like nine and I did like eight, which is big for this game right so yeah. and I, I would have done 12 if i drew the right card so it's pretty awesome but yeah no it, it was really good like it was like oh wow like i did that <laughs> and and really it came together even though we're only that was a shorter game we're only playing 20 health but it was interesting how the cards all came together had that been a little bit longer i think I don't think I would have won, to be honest with you, but I would have definitely been in the game a little bit longer. Yeah. Was there anything that didn't work out very well? I just think because we only chose to do like 20 and 30 hit points that we didn't get to go through our whole deck yeah. uh, as much as I would like to, but that's just our choice of gameplay. So yeah, I think it was like 20, 30, 50, 70 hit points you can choose to play depending on what level you're at. I think if we would have chosen like 70, we would have cycled through our deck. I think 70 would have just let us play through all our cards, but I don't know how, how fun it would have ended up being. I do know... At there's a rule that once you get you once you can't draw a card you'd get 20 damage so basically the game Ooh. is over yeah i didn't read the rules matt did <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> well there's there's two sets of rules right kind of like begin to play which if you set your life at 20 you're probably never going to run out of cards in your deck but if you set at 70 you probably are so there's kind of like a hurry up to, to get it done although i think that game would take a long time Mm -hmm. And I don't, th I don't know. I don't know if there's enough action to go to 70. Whereas like, I think like, you know, sometimes setting it at like 30 or 40 would actually be more ideal because yeah. then all the games kind of play out the same, right? You, you whittle down to half your deck or something. Or if people are playing really good offense or defense, then you're going to stay in the game the whole deck. I think one thing that stood out, and <coughs> this is very common for these types of games, is the beginning was slow, Yeah, which was fine. I didn't, like, you know, like it, you can't have speed in every game, but there was definitely like a buildup. So as I was getting gems, as I was playing these resources, Resources, I, I felt my characters were getting more and more epic, more powerful, so it was easier to play whatever card I wanted to play. Between the first and second game, my I feel like the hands that I was drawing were completely different. So the first game I had a lot of action cards. My first my first round, the second game I barely had any. It was mostly I had a lot of blend characters in my cards. I think my first hand was like three blends and four gems after I had my uh, initial pickup. Oh wow! I'm just like. Where are my actions? Where are my actions? I didn't get an action you know almost what, that, near the end of the game. That's really interesting because now that you mention it, the first game I had a lot of actions. It let me draw and search. Yeah. And that actually helped me a lot get those combos up. I feel like when I, the second game, I had a lot of gems, which in Magic we call it being land screwed. Yeah. <laughs> Mana screwed or something, right? You're basically either getting a lot of lands or not getting a lot of lands. So I was getting a ton of gems. And then I had that card that let me reveal gems. But every time I, I revealed a card, it wasn't a gem and it would go in my discard. So I kept oh, yeah, so yeah, I kept yeah. discarding blends and I'm like, wow, I'm basically gonna get defeated. Murdered. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Steve did a really good job when he sent the email, he said that he spent a lot of time balancing these decks out and just looking at, you know, the fact that I'm more attack, you're more defense. Matt's deck had only one of the highest blend you can do. I had two, but he has a blend of four gems that I didn't have in my deck. Just little things like that, I think, worked really well. But I feel like the game was actually pretty balanced, which I appreciate. It was, didn't feel like uh, one side was blowing. dominating. Yeah. It depends on just how we played. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, when you think about it, both games came right down to the wire. And even the second game where we extended it by 10 health, mm -hmm. like, you were coming back. Yeah. So it was kind of like, okay, I kind of see where this is coming from. So, yeah, there was definitely a good job there. A lot of fun. Me too. What kind of strategies did you have? I had no idea. No? <laughs> 
I literally was like, I so I guess the one thing that I did wrong was I didn't look at the the deck list, and that could have gave me. I think as you were saying, like it had little hints to help me out. Yeah. How did that help you out? I guess. Yeah. So I was looking at so the deck list that we have tells you how many cards of each you have in in the deck and it tells you for your blends what gems they need one of my actions was i'm able to once per turn i may discard a level two or three blend from my hand and search my deck for one gem using that so if i have my level five character and i've got four gems that i need for my storm weaver i discard i think i discarded uh ended up discarding the flurry shifter to get one of the gems to make this guy. So just know, knowing that information was really cool. And then I was able to use that to sort of strategize how it's going to build up my heroes and then go from there. So I was using that and then using the ability to shift the heroes around so that I had a better offense when I needed it was my, was my strategy. And then just basically look at your cards that didn't have the defense and try to get my cards aligned so I can attack you harder. Yeah, my, my strategy for attacking and defending was the same as yours. Just try and get my cards aligned in the right spot. I did have a bunch of action cards that let me switch them when you declared attacking and that helped me i think i used that against you once or twice yep right to get your high attacks down to one which is really convenient very lucky i had those in my hand at the right time i also have a card too that like i was looking at level one i can only put one gem on that character and i was like i don't understand there's no blend that takes one gem but that's the that's the one where i was able to discard my blend to find the gem yeah oh that makes sense well yeah so you have a gem on the card which means you have to have put a gem on that card to use that ability and ability is very good right there was multiple times when we first started both rounds where i was able to attack with my one character because i had the gem on him but i forgot god damn it during (laughs) gameplay i was like i should have attacked you or like you You know know, i added the added a gem to a character when i could have added to hit to this one and put a blend on it make it higher and i'm just like ah add a couple times too remember i forgot to attack you I yeah. had like a couple of rounds. I'm like, oh, I should have like <laughs> three extra damage or something, which is huge. Yeah. <laughs> I guess my strategy, so the first game I noticed that one of the cards said discard this specific gem to do damage or to get more attack. So I was like, in my head, I'm like, yeah, there's probably a lot more of these in there. So I used a card called Mage, which let me discard that specific gem to search your deck for any two similar gems. Yeah. So I did that to get more of those gems so I could do it again. <laughs> that was my strategy. Use the mage to get these extra gems. It actually kind of worked out a bit, but yeah. I didn't do it enough. I think I second time I took something different than the Capro gem. And then that kind of that kind of messed me up a bit because... Oh, yeah, you took the purple one, right? Yeah, I did the Nocturnum gem. So I took two of those. And even though I needed them, I probably didn't need them. <laughs> So I, so I probably should have taken more capper gens and then I probably could have had enough to discard, but who knows? Maybe I didn't have enough to play another card. So yeah, no, it was cool. It was cool. I definitely, I don't know if this is going to be like a game where they give us pre-made decks or if we make our own. I know if I made my own, I would probably stick with two or three <laughs> gems, even though that's not what he wants me to do. I'd probably do that on purpose because I'm like, oh, look at these powerful gems. I could just discard and boost up Destroy my characters. You. Yeah. <laughs> So I think overall, these two decks seem pretty balanced. I was happy with that. And the strategy that was given to me when I was looking at the cards seemed really good. So let's discuss some composition. How long did this game take to learn? How long do you think a replay session would take? Well, I think we did both kind of, right? Yep. So I think total we played two rounds and then, and learned the rules in an hour and a half, which is uh, actually pretty quick for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we also played the fast beginner health too. So yeah. 20 and 30 faster games yeah the rules are really simple and there's also a how-to play video that was sent to us as well so then that was really helpful so i watched the how-to video i also read the quick instructions and i read the uh 
large instruction manual. Basically, the quick instructions were pretty good. They had they outlined with charts and details and where what everything was and where everything was in your cards and so forth, right? Yeah. Had like good diagrams. The large instruction manual he said he was redoing. He doesn't have the new diagrams up in it yet. Yeah. But it gave me more information, like where it's like, oh, you, oh, your deck's gone. Guess what? You take twenty damage. So it had those little things, and it played. You know what? Honestly, it played just like magic. Like first phase, draw a card, play, then attack, then play, then end your turn. Similar phase style. So. Game wasn't difficult to play. No. No. It was actually like really, it's nice to play a card game like this where it's not in- intimidating to play. Like Magic, like there's so much out there, right? Like it's almost overwhelming. Yeah, Magic overwhelming, right? is definitely then, overwhelming. So, but this is, just, it's nice, right? You come in, hey, these are the rules, super easy to pick up. Although if you're creating your own decks, this game could end up being overwhelming. Yeah. You know I mean? but I'm not sure what Steve plans on doing with that. Me neither, but I mean, I'm sure he'll figure it out. I guess I guess it's cool because he has the option to make it as complicated or as easy as he can. And I'm pretty sure that was by design, being a being a collectible mm-hmm. card game player as that he is. I'm sure he knew what he was doing when he was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to try to make the rules, right? And clearly, like, even though this is going to, the Kickstarter is starting in November, he definitely put a ton of thought into this game. I bet you he's been thinking about this game for, like, years. Yeah. Easily. He didn't just, like, all of a sudden, like, I'm going to make a collectible card game. <laughs> <laughs> no way all done <laughs> 10 minutes right no definitely not like that how engaged were you during the whole game i think i was engaged the uh, entire time yeah me too i don't think i could take my attention span off the game there's a lot of things happening and you kind of want to remember what abilities are being played and stuff i was making sure i was paying attention to what you're doing especially if you were moving your cards to see if i had to do the same when i was on the defense or when they, I went on the offense, sorry. Especially when you were doing like all your combos. You have to pay attention to understand if you're going to die or not. Yeah. This game also has three player and four player rules. I feel like you might be more disengaged on those. Mainly because it's just longer to get to your turn. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. I don't, it, I like how you haven't played it. Exactly. So. But I like how you're explaining the three rule player rule to me. How it's like a triangle effect. I feel like that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. You might be involved a lot more. We just play this game. There's a lot, there's, you know, there's a lot of rules that build upon rules. So the only variations to this was the health. And I think we talked about it like, you know, for us, we played a 20 and a 30. And if you really want to get through the deck, you play a larger health pool. I honestly think it's not even necessary to play a larger health pool. I thought it was pretty good at 30. 40 might be if you want a longer game, I feel. But I think it was really, really playable at 20 or 30. 20 might have been too quick, but 30 was really really good what's your overall impression honestly it's a lot of fun i like the engagement of it i like being interested in it you know like sometimes when you're playing a game kind of just lose interest in it a little bit i feel like i was i didn't really like when we you pulled out your rage domesticator i was like wait that card's like unbelievable like where's my card like that (laughs) (laughs) and then you know and then i'm looking oh it's the storm weaver so i'm like and then i had a card that said let me search for a blend i was like i'm fine and (laughs) i'm you're like like, screw you matt you can't give me any damage yeah so then i'm like all right so I got attack four, defensive yeah. four, done. So I, I really like that. Was just I was excited to to get into it. I almost wish we played each other's decks before we yeah. did this again. I was kind of thinking about that during this, but I mean, I'm going to play this again and again. So yeah, if, it's easily uh, if he allows us to keep this. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm re- I'm actually really excited to show the other three. You know who? You game. know Novi would like this a lot. Who is this game for? It's for basically someone like me and Novi who play a lot of Hearthstone, right? And then I played a lot of Magic. Novi, he did play that stuff with us, but you know, him being engaged in Hearthstone is probably just like this game. Yeah. And it's cool. Like it has a lot of it's again, it has a lot of rules. Like it rules that build upon rules. It's mm-hmm. simple but hard to master, right? And the mastery comes from understanding the combos and how to make your deck better. And yeah. I think right now like I don't think I would have any house rules just cuz I don't like 
this is a prototype, right? So I think the house rules are the health, and yeah. uh, I mean, like they're they're good enough for play testing, right? Larger health gets you through your, your deck faster. I, I think I would personally have a standard like, hey, thirty. We're only doing thirty. Guess what? Your deck ain't thirty. <laughs> it ain't gonna work. You know, deck isn't thirty health. You're not gonna win. Yeah. So my overall impression is I liked it. I, I definitely like how easy it is to pick up because I do remember playing Magic for the first time, and I remember it being very daunting. And I remember I mean, Magic is still daunting. I mean, <laughs> I haven't played it since. You know what? When so we played in grade school together. Yep. And then I stopped playing. I think in grade eight. Yeah. I have not played Magic since I came to your house like last year. Yeah. So like we're in our thirties now. So it's been twenty something years since I played Magic: The Gathering, and it's still daunting. Then as it is now. So I'm a freak of nature, is what you're saying? Because the rules are like second nature to me. Well, you've been playing. Well, long, right? you know what? Not not quite. Like I, I had like you know I played it in, in with you back in grade school. I played a lot, and then I took a couple years off. Played it again a lot. Took a couple years off. Played it again a lot. But the, after that, it was all like the online versions. So yeah. I played. Um, basically, they released like some sort of like online thing where I didn't have to spend a billion dollars. So it was like pay twenty bucks, get the whole game, get all the decks. I'm like, oh sweet. And I played that. I honestly had logged. I'm not kidding you when I say it's three hundred hours. <laughs> three hundred hours of just like unlocking boring after boring card because i just love i love the i love how those types of games play out so when i'm playing this that you know the combos they just they just appear to me yeah. I'm like oh well, yeah like, discard this okay i know what i need to do here you know what i mean yeah. like i get it this game coming from that background for me this game was very very easy to pick up and, yeah. and i'm like oh what's what's the shtick you know what i mean like what do i need to do to get better and it's just like you know is this gonna be one of those collectible games i don't know maybe he's just gonna make it all pre-made decks maybe he'll give hints maybe it will be a community i don't know this could go a he lot did of different say directions something. hold on he envisions Gem Blenders to be a community-based project. So almost. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever you say that, that's another way of saying I'm going to give you the cards. You buy them all in some sort of form, and you make decks. And then the community basically determines what they call the meta. The meta is like what decks are winning stuff. And then he would take. It's kind of like Hearthstone. Then you take those metas and rebalance them. So basically, he needs to make this game more balanced. He needs a community to play it. That's exactly what he's talking about in his email. <laughs> so he basically just said he envisions Jumblers to be a community-based, figuring out the balancing has been fun, and he, accept, he expects to keep adding members to the game-testing team and make slight balance changes until it's released. Yeah, and that makes so. sense. It makes complete sense to me. So, yeah, no, it's fun. I definitely enjoyed playing it. I think I'd recommend this to any Magic player who wants a more accessible game with less daunting rules. There you go. Wink, wink, wink. wink right? Wink. Uh, honestly, I think, got it. like you said, Novi would... Love this game, oh, and yeah. I wish he was here to play it. Toby is a Hearthstone guy. So. Yeah. So, and I would actually even just bring this home and play. Think your wife would play it? Oh yeah, hundred percent. And I'm she'll probably kick my ass in this game. Well, anyway. yeah, she'll she'll start second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there's handicap for for the first player. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting second every time. <laughs> yeah, you're always gonna be starting second. Are you excited to play this game again? Yeah, I'd like to play this game again. I definitely want to get Novi. We say this all the time, right? We play all these like these games like this, and it's like these are games for like Novi. Like yeah, he would definitely tell him, to, tell him to come over. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> He's busy, man. Yeah. This game, I don't think my I don't think my wife would play it. She's she saw what magic did to me. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I could have been fit. <laughs> it's all good. She's looking at me right now. Actually, <laughs> she's gonna go. I'm gonna come play, Hi, honey. <laughs> no, she wouldn't. She wouldn't. Obviously, that. there can be expansions, but yeah, they the actual they, big the the game he expects it to be bigger anyway. So like two yeah. two hundred cards or something. I think it said. Yeah, this this game will get will get bigger. 
I think it will get bigger, especially once he once he gets it out there, and then people realize like, oh wow, this is a very accessible version of these of like uh, these other games, Magic, Pokemon, Keyforge, whatever, right? And then they'll actually really like it. And the cool thing is like get the community involved to help balance it and play test it just like Magic. So basically, we're playing like the alpha or beta. Yeah, which is really sweet. Wow, I never thought I'd be playing an alpha or beta of a game. There you go. So that's exciting. Perfect. So, okay, I'm just going to put a little note here. So Steve said his art was internet lo-fi. What's that mean? I don't know. <laughs> I literally looked up the definition and I, there was... Oh, you looked it up. I'm like, what, is this, what does this mean? <laughs> internet You can look at image. Go to images and tell me what you see. Oh, it's just, it's supposed to be simple. It has an aesthetic that captures the imperfections during the production. So it's low quality compared to contemporary standards. Yeah. So it was really funny because when I looked at it, I'm like, I don't really like this art. I don't really like this. And then I look up internet lo-fi and I'm like, oh, this is, he actually, as my wife pointed out to me, he hit the exact target he was trying to hit. (laughs) So I'm like, oh, shame on me. But it works. It actually looks really good. And it was funny because when you like flip over the card and you see the back, you're like, this looks such like this looks like an '80s like first of all that's like an that's like a '80s font yeah yeah <laughs> like it's not like you know Magic's like big production there'd be like dragons mm-hmm. on the back this is like super simple actually the more I play it the more like I look at the art I actually kind of like it. I actually really like the hero art yeah it's pretty that's what I said like I was like oh, I don't know like it seems cool but then playing it is actually a lot of fun it's it looks cool and the cards are actually really good quality. Yeah, that's the first thing uh, someone at work pointed out. They're like, these cars are good quality. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's an avid. He was actually an avid Magic player, so I was kind of excited to show him this. Yeah. Did you uh, did you ever play uh, Pokemon? I did not play Pokemon. You had a Game Boy though. I had a Game Boy. Yeah, but I, I Pokemon wasn't in the thing for us though. Well, I mean, it's pretty big. <laughs> the, first, the first time I ever heard of Pokemon was when the Pokemon movie came out. And wow. I was like, high school. Yeah, and that's like it's the first time I heard of Pokemon. Yeah. Wow, really? Because because yeah. it was out when we were playing Magic for yeah. sure. Yeah. I coast, I coast a lot. So yeah, I, do, I just kind of like whatever. Come in and out of like, yeah, society. Yeah. <laughs> in the days. No, I just never got into it. Yeah, I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you know what your birthstone is? No. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, what is my birthstone? It's something uh, Aquarius related. It's blue. A garnet. Garnet. All right. Garnet. Yeah. Garnet's cool. Purple. It's actually purple. And mine is opal. If your birth zone was in here, would it give you a different kind of power for your cards? Oh, okay. Well, first of all, I'm Aquarius. Yeah. So mine would have to deal with water. And if it's dealing with water, it's being <clears throat> able to adapt. Yeah. So being able to adapt, mine would be like someone attacks your character instead of taking damage you draw a card that's what mine would be so for me i'm opal so i'm a libra libra is the well yeah i'm, I'm october, october so libra okay. libra libra's the scales so mine would have to be with balancing so i feel like if you attacked me i could either do the same damage to you maybe yours could be like if you draw you discard maybe so like you could draw cards. That's well. Uh, that's basically what my deck did. Oh, really? Like the action. Well, the action cards, right? Like they, you know, put put, put a, one. No, but you would have you'd have blends that let you do that. Yeah. So your blend would come out with your stone, and it would be like draw a couple cards, discard the same amount of cards. Yeah, I would like that. That's kind of cool. Whereas mine is like 
adapt, turn something into something else. Yeah. I like, I like your, your definition of my own thing. <laughs> that actually works. Yeah. So balance out my, what I want. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be kind you're, of cool. you're getting things at a sacrifice. Yeah. Right. So. From all of us at Friday Night Games, thank you for checking out our podcast. You can stream it on Spotify, Google Play, or visit our website at www.fridaynightgames.com. Also, please like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Currently, we plan to release two to three podcasts a month, and we hope to keep you listening. If you have any questions or comments you want us to address on our show personally, please post one of our socials and we'll get back to you.